What's up, everybody? Christian Brindle here. Welcome to episode six of the Seven Figures or Bus podcast, the show where we help you provide the information on how to get you to seven figures, right? How can you hit the milli? How can you hit the milli mark, right? We want to give you the proper information that you're not getting anywhere else. We've been off for a little while. I apologize about that, but we are back and fully ready to bring you a weekly episode of the Seven Figures or Bust podcast, you guys. Today, we're going to be talking about money, and we're going to be talking about like what this current economy is looking like in 2023 at the time of recording this, right? Like so many of you guys are being fed a narrative. You're being fed a narrative <clears throat> by so many different people, Dave Ramsey, the media, the government, that is really just keeping you broke. And they're holding you guys back. And I don't think a lot of people really um, fully understand or grasp the severity of the situation that we're in today. We are in a tremendously concerning economic time for so many people. And people out there are getting crushed. They're getting crushed. People that are making a hundred grand a year are having trouble paying their bills. I mean, how, how many times have you heard somebody say, if I could just make a six-figure income, I would be set. I would be good. But people making a hundred grand a year, people make 150 grand a year. I mean, you make 150 grand a year in California, that's going to all be eaten up by taxes. It's going to be eaten up by your cost of living. It's going to be eaten up by insurance premiums. It's going to be eaten up by everything. And New York as well. Um, and there's certain areas that are going to be more economically friendly for you to live than others, right? But like, this is such a unique time. And people are are basing their financial strategies and their financial lives on information that hasn't worked since the 70s, the 80s, maybe even most recently the 90s. But we're in a different game today, you guys. So we're going to talk about that. Um, I want to start off today's episode by highlighting something. You're seeing a lot of banks and financial institutions offering a really, really high interest rate, interest yield on their um, high interest savings accounts, their high interest checking accounts. A lot of internet banks do this. Ally Bank is a good example. Um, and I keep some funds in Ally Bank, right? So I'm not saying that this is all bad, but there are people that I know <coughs> that are so excited about these high yields. I believe Ally Bank's interest rate on their high interest checking account at the time of recording this is like 3.7, which sounds great. 3.7 yearly yield on the interest rate. You're seeing banks offer five to five and a half percent um, per, um, interest rates on 12 month CDs, 24 month CDs, right? Um, certificate deposits. If for those of you that aren't aware, a lot of times with a, with a CD, it's a bank account that you open up with your bank, your credit union, financial institution, anything like that. And you put the money in and they tie it up for a year, two years, three years, four years, five years, potentially. And it grows interest and yada, 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 right? Um, so people are like, wow, look at these yields. Look at these percentages of increase. I don't know if you guys understand that as of March 1st, I'm recording this the end of March, March 25th, but this is the most accurate data that I can find right now that I trust. 
the U.S. inflation rate is 6.04%. Now, granted, it looks to be falling. It was 6.41% the last month, and in 2022, it was almost 8%. But why am I telling you this? Because you guys are putting your money in these high-interest checking accounts and thinking that's a good investment. You're putting your money in these CDs and thinking that's a good investment. Worst of all, some of you guys are taking Dave Ramsey's advice or some other people's advice or Graham Stephan's advice, and you're saving money and putting it in a regular bank account that has less than a 1% interest rate appreciation and thinking that it's a good investment. Why is it not? Because at even a 6% inflation rate, guys, your money is depreciating faster than your yield. And by quite a big margin, if you have your interest in a high interest checking account or savings account with an internet bank and you're getting three and a half percent, you're getting 3.7%, but your money is still going down in value by over 6%, you are losing that game, guys. You're losing that game. Another thing I wanted to talk to you guys about and kind of point out here is We talked about the inflation rates. How's the stock market doing? What if you just put your money into the S&P 500 index? The year to date, at the time of actually talking about this, as of February, essentially 27th, 2023, back to February 27th, 2022, essentially, right? So that's a good 12-month sample size. The S&P 500 index had an appreciation of 3.69%, still less than the inflation rate almost by half. What are you guys doing? What are you guys doing? Inflation has still, even still, even though it's down from what it was last year, <coughs> your, in, your, your guys' inflation rate and your depreciation of the dollar is significant. When you give your bank, if you give Ally money, and they're giving you 3.5%, 3.6%, of on an interest rate, but your money's still depreciating 6.04%, they're investing your money, guys. I hate to break it to you. I hate to really kind of paint this picture for you and set it out a lot in the open, but they are investing your money into stocks, into bonds, into crypto, into different kind of things and they're they're probably pumping out a 15 to 20% return Be, in order for them to give you 3.7 they're getting a much more substantial amount on the back end something that you don't see that's what they're using your money for they're investing it and they're investing it because they are smart they're smarter than you if they're offering it to you there's something that they're getting out of it that's substantially more valuable than what you're getting You guys have to understand the problem in order to play the game, right? And inflation is something that is never going to stop. Inflation has always happened. It's We've just seen it explode over the past couple of years for multiple different reasons. But there is one way and one way only for you to combat inflation in 2023. One way, guys. And it's the only way. I don't care what anybody says. You cannot 
save your way out of inflation. You cannot penny pinch your way out of inflation. You cannot, um, you know, move in with your parents out of your way out of inflation. Well, maybe you can do that. Maybe, maybe if mommy and daddy take care of you for everything, you might be okay. Um, but, 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 but why do that to your folks? Why do that to your folks? Let them live their life. You're a grown-ass man or a grown-ass woman listening to this. You don't want to do that, right? Um, there's one way and one way only out of this, you guys. And there's only one way for you to really win in this game. And that's to increase your income. There is no way around it. You guys need to be finding ways to increase your income. Because if you don't, the money you're saving in the bank depreciates in value. Inflation eats away at it. If you kept money in the bank the last 10 years, imagine what it would be worth compared to what it would have been worth for you back 10 years ago. It's not growing your wealth. It's not growing your income. It's not growing your revenue. It's shrinking it. Wrap your head around this, guys. You're losing money by saving money. You're losing money by trying to take the easy way out. It's not the easy way out. It's the, the way out that's going to make your life and your family's life very hard. Now, <clears throat> understand the, the game of money that's being played right now in this country. The people that are winning, you look at your bank, right? What is your bank doing that you're not? You're the customer for the bank. You are the product, really. You are handing them money. Let's say you hand your bank 10 grand or 20 grand. They're like, thank you very much. They take this money and they invest it and generate a 15, 20% return in themselves by taking risk. They're playing offense, right? They're looking to grow their revenue because the bank understands what you don't right now. And that is you have to increase revenue. You have to grow at a much more substantial rate than the inflation rate is eating away at the dollar. That's the only way to stay ahead. In today's day and age, there is no other way. <clears throat> I know Dave Ramsey wants you to stop buying Starbucks and Graham Stephan wants you to bo- stop buying Starbucks. Guys, you buy a $5 cup of Starbucks, <clears throat> it's not going to impact your life either way, right? If I buy a $5 cup from Starbucks every single day in a year, right? I am only paying 1800 bucks a year, my friends. Less than two G's, if two G's, if saving two G's a year is going to change your life, it's not going to change your life. If you're under the impression it's going to change your life, then you got some bigger problems, guys. Understand the new rules of the game. $2,000 is nothing in 2023. $2,000 can barely buy anything in 2023. I'm taking a trip with my family after our conference that we're hosting for insurance agents um, in June here in Salt Lake City. It's a two-day event. We've spent a tremendous amount of time and money making it great. But I'm going on a two-week trip with my wife and my daughter back east. Beautiful place. Um, our plane tickets were 2000 bucks for the, the three of us, guys. So there you go. There's my $2,000 savings right there. Gone. Boom. How do you keep up with this? It's increasing your income. How by whatever means necessary, as long as it's not unethical or illegal, right? Some of you guys should be 
driving for Uber. Some of you guys should be doing Uber Eats. Some of you guys should be doing Grubhub. But during the day, if you have a job, try to make yourself more valuable to your job and put yourself in positions to earn more money. This is what people aren't talking about right now. If you work for a business of any kind, how can you as an employee help the business generate more revenue? And by 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 doing that, you're typically going to be rewarded if it's a good employer, if it's an employer that you enjoy working for. We reward our employees based on their performance, but also how they help the company grow, right? We offer that to our employees at my company. That's the type of business you need to be working for, a business that's going to give you as much opportunity as you want, right? Not everybody wants to go out there and start a business, but you don't have to. One thing I was looking at the other day is March 1st, Forbes put out the 10 richest people on the planet right now. And right around number nine is Steve Ballmer. If you're not familiar with Steve Ballmer, Steve Ballmer was a high-ranking official. I believe he was the CEO for a little while of Microsoft. And he's now the owner of the Los Angeles Clippers NBA team. Steve Ballmer, my friends, is the richest NBA owner in the league. He's number nine in the world on the Forbes list. This dude never started a company. This dude didn't start Microsoft. Bill Gates started Microsoft. This guy worked his way up through the company. This guy provided value and helped the company grow and was able to flourish in a company that he did not own. Or maybe he owned part of it, but he did not create. He did not start. And look at this dude. There is ways that you can be an intrapreneur, an entrepreneur spirit, but inside the umbrella of a business. This is the thing that now is more possible than I think has ever been before. Businesses need ideas. They need more revenue. And if you can help provide that to your employer, they're going to see you as incredibly valuable and irreplaceable at that. They're going to be willing to take care of you because they don't want to lose you. Now, some of you guys that are entrepreneurial spirited, you guys need to be focused. If you run a business, and a lot of people that listen to this show do, if you run a business, look at these other names on the list. Elon Musk, business owner. Jeff Bezos, business owner. Larry Ellison, business owner. Warren Buffett, business owner. I know people look at Warren Buffett as an investor. Yes, a great investor, but he runs an investment company, a business. Berkshire Hathaway, invests, not Warren Buffett, business owner, Bill Gates, business owner, Carlos Slim, business owner. You look at these other names on the Forbes list and these guys were absolutely generationally wealthy before they ever invested into anything else. That's another thing you guys are being told today that's just complete bullshit. You guys are listening to people on the internet and you have no idea to verify their their credentials, their success, or anything like that, you just study the successful people and look what they're doing. That's the only proof that you really should need, people that are verifiable, like these people on the Forbes list. But look at these people, and what do you see in common? They all started a business with the exception of Steve Ballmer. So there's the Steve Ballmer approach and the Steve Ballmer success path, 
And then there's the entrepreneurial success path, both of which have a lot of um, potential and you can make happen for you if you understand this basic principle I'm trying to teach you today. With the things that you guys are being taught on the internet, a lot of you guys are being taught, oh, multiple streams of income, bro. Start multiple streams of income. The rich have multiple streams of income. Stop it. It's such bullshit. You know the people that are screaming multiple streams of income the most are the people that are struggling the most financially. They're working a job. They have two MLMs that they're a part of. They're freaking bust, bro. They're bust, man. If you look at an Elon Musk, a Jeff Bezos, a Warren Buffett, a Bill Gates, a Carlos Slim, a Steve Ballmer. One thing that these guys all have in common is they got on this list not because of multiple streams of income, because they had one ridiculous stream of income, one business that propelled them into the spot that they're in today. Now, I'm not saying that these guys don't have other investments or other things that they've spent their money on, but I mean, let's take Jeff Bezos, for example. Jeff Bezos was worth $10 billion before he started investing his money. Some of you guys are trying to do it and you're making 60 grand a year. You're you're investing in other things. You're building other streams of income. You need to focus on one thing. You need to be disciplined. Some of you guys can't, can't stay focused on anything. Some of you guys have shiny object syndrome. And you're little babies. You can't see anything through. You can't focus on anything for long enough. And that's a problem. And your mom and dad are not telling you this information right now. This is information that you need to hear. This is what the big boys are doing right now. This is what the successful people are doing right now. They concentrate on one stream of income that, number one, has the potential to take them where they want to go. Has to have the potential. If you are working cashier at McDonald's, not going to have the potential. You're going to have a very low ceiling in terms of where you can go with that, right? So has the potential, number one. And number two, has the ability for you to laser focus on it, right? Like cut all this other shit out if you're a business owner and focus on one thing. Stop getting recruited into affiliate marketing things. Stop getting recruited into multi-level marketing things. You know, most of the people that recruiting you are broke, They're like, oh, the person above me, above me, above that person, and above that person, and above that person's doing okay. They're making 100 grand a year. Oh. Wake up, guys. Understand that we have gone from a place to where there is people out there that's trying to teach how to be successful, and everybody wants to teach you how to be successful. Most of them are broke. There's people in my world, in the insurance industry, that's out there making content. And they're making content on how to be successful in the insurance business. They haven't had a license for a year. Give me a fucking break. Understand what's going on, guys. You want the recipe. You want the formula. I'm giving it to you right now. If you're going to be an entrepreneur, be an entrepreneur. Find a job or a career or a position that allows you opportunity for growth and reward. If you can't find that, find things on the side to do that actually will pay you. But grow your income. Understand that you have to play the growth and offense and aggressive game. 
And if I, it was me, right, and I, let's say I'm in a dead-end job and I can't do any better. Let's say I have a bad record, I'm, I'm, I'm a felon, whatever the case might be. I'm going to do something on the side. I'm going to do Uber Eats. I'm going to do um, Lyft. I'm going to do this other stuff. And I'm going to take that extra income and I'm going to invest into something that pays me at, uh, monthly, passively. And I'm going to keep reinvesting what I get passively back in and grow that. You could do that. That's better than nothing. That's better than staying in a dead-end job and struggling, waiting for until you turn 62 and you can draw Social Security and you're going to be disappointed in that if it's even around when you turn 62, right? If you're a business owner, you have to laser focus in on your business, cut out all these distractions. Trust me, this is coming from a place of understanding, you guys. Early on in my career, I was the shiny object syndrome. At age 20, 21, 22, 23, I focused on my business most of the time, but <coughs> I had moments where I would stray. My business would probably be worth 10 times what it is today if I never strayed. And it's a regret of mine. Don't be that guy. Don't be me at that young age. The last five years, I've gone all into my business. And guess what? We've probably 10X'd in those last five years. We've propelled into seven figures. You guys can do that too if you listen to what I'm telling you. And stop listening to people about multiple streams of income that are broke. Stop taking advice from people in, in the insurance business anyway that have had their license for nine, 10 months. Give me a break, guys. There's such a thing as actively harming people by giving advice on things you don't know anything about. So create the blueprint, understand the game we're playing in right now, and you gotta grow your income. You gotta do it. It's the only way to survive right now. It's the only way. Play offense. Don't play defense. Don't play the game that everybody else is playing. Because if everybody else is doing it, you guys understand that 98% of people um, are, are probably not as successful or wealthy as they could be, right? Two or 3% of people in the country control about 98% of all the wealth. So maybe you should be doing things that everybody else isn't doing. If you ever think about that, if you do what everybody else does, you're just going to be average like everybody else. So play the game, guys. Anyway, I just wanted to bring you guys an episode. Um, it's been a while since we brought you a fresh pod. Um, if you enjoyed this episode, do us a favor. If you're watching on YouTube, you're watching the video form of this, smash the like button for the YouTube algorithm. Comment your thoughts down below. Do you agree with me? Do you disagree with me? Make sure to subscribe for future videos on our channel. We put out so much content, particularly for insurance agents, insurance businesses, but businesses in general that you can translate across the board. Um, if you're listening to us on a platform on the podcast, that allows you to do so. Give us a five-star review. We greatly appreciate it. And um, yeah, guys, I um, I want to see you guys win. I'm doing this show because I want to see you guys win. I want to tell you th things that I wish I knew. I wish someone told me when I was starting out, when I was early on in my business, when I was maybe not as successful as I wanted to be. So anyway, guys, uh, <clears throat> listen to this a couple times over if you need to, because this is... The, 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 the blueprint, the 10,000 foot view on what you guys need to be doing right now if you want to prosper. It's a different world we live in. Um, and if you guys don't play the game by the rules that are written today, you're always going to be in poverty. You're always going to be broke. You're always going to be feeling like you're just a failure. And I don't want anyone to feel like they're a failure. But man, I mean, you got to take care of yourself. You got to take care of your family. 
There's nothing wrong with striving to be successful because you can help so many people. You can help charities. You can, how you can create jobs, hire people, change people's lives. It's a beautiful thing. It's a great thing. So anyway, guys, um, thanks so much for watching. Signing off episode six of the seven figures of bus podcast. We'll see you next time, guys. Hoping for you to prosper later. 